I love lamp. You love lamp? I love lamp. <laughs> is that why Batista came with that, the last action figure came with that lamp? Does he fuck the lamp? Is that the whole thing that I missed? <laughs> Did I miss that during the Ruthless Aggression era? They all come with weird stuff. Like, Michaels comes with the ring bell. I mean, Brock at least just comes with a crappy version of the Undisputed Championship. But I mean, at least the ring bell, like, it makes sense because that ringside, so you can hit somebody with it. There's no fucking lamps at ringside, Jason. That's true. That's true. Well, I don't know, man. There's been some weird shit in some of those, like, hardcore matches. I don't know. I'm, I'm just not convinced Batista's not fucking that lamp. How does one fuck a lamp? I mean, don't they all have that little hole in the bottom? No. Oh. I don't even know what you're talking I thought I lamps, like, I, feel, I, thought they, I feel like I, old I, lamps like that, like the old, like, ceramic ones had a hole in the bottom, so that way, like, like when they... T- I feel like we... <laughs> I feel like we titled the show already, we haven't recorded. How's one fucking Oh, we've been lamp? recording this entire time. There's an entire conversation about fucking a lamp <laughs> that's staying in the, in the recording. Um, oh, but my no, God. Like, I, I'm pretty sure they, they have a hole in it, so that way when they, they put it in the oven, it doesn't break. But I could be wrong. The oven? How do you think well, yeah, they fucking I mean, work like, ceramics, Jason? They don't so, air dry it. If the lamp's made out of like ceramic, that's I guess, literally, that's literally all, what I said. I literally said, of- I said, don't uh, lamps have holes in the bottom? I said, well, at least those ceramic ones, I thought had holes in the bottom. I miss you. I miss you saying that. My fault. Fucking doesn't even pay attention to me. Right. Makes me record this shit. Alright, can we, can we just get, go ahead and start the episode then? I don't know, I'm waiting for you to do your fucking intro. I, I gave you the perfect I, I cold open, and you're just wasting it. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole anymore. I would rather... <laughs> Why not a lamp hole instead? Hole. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to tie that in for the white rabbit thing, but you totally just fucked it up. Oh, sorry, we were talking about fucking holes, so I just had to go with it. God. <laughs> Alright, hello everybody edition of the gimmick minute wrestling podcast hopefully you are ready to follow us down another rabbit hole for an exciting episode of our show i am jason i'm joined this week by both kevin and michael if you want to join us on the conversation you can do so by tweeting us let's live your gimmick that is the at symbol followed by l-i-v-y-o-u-r-g-i-m-m-i-c-k jason's wife i shit my wi-fi's bad I'm, I'm on cellular. That's so. even worse then. <laughs> no, I'm on 5G, like 100 gigs. Uh, well, I, well, it's either that or you didn't bring your uh, your equipment with you because you, you do not sound great. I didn't bring my equipment. Yeah, uh, using my AirPods. So yeah, let, me, I this I, I let me get this straight. We started off this shit with you being like, oh, well, you said you were going to record because that was your whole thing. Not like I've ever recorded a go before. Well, and then equipment. you didn't even yeah, come prepared I, with your fucking equipment. My equipment with me, I would be able to record it. Not necessarily. Maybe you weren't, you were hesitant because you didn't know if your Wi Fi would cut out. I don't know. Anyway, anytime I'm remote, I'm using my AirPods, which is also why I was hesitant to record and I wanted to get something at the end of last week so we could, you know, move on and maybe skip this week since there's not well, a whole lot you going didn't on. propose that. The last week was literally because we didn't have an episode last week, is how we took it. Oh. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I tried to propose <laughs> that, but then you shut me down by saying, well, I'll just record it. But anyway, regardless of all of that, we are here. I might sound a little weird. I'm sorry. But hopefully you can hear me clearly enough to know that, um, you know, I'm just using my AirPods and I'm in a hotel room. So if I sound a little weird, that's the reason why. I am in the middle of fucking nowhere. Literally, when I look out my window, I see a cornfield to the right of me, a cornfield to the left of me, and a corn cornfield in front of me the only thing that is not a cornfield is the highway next many, to me how many dimensions are out, out that one window <laughs> right like that's an impressive how many windows do you have actually is what i want to know because yeah usually you get that one window and you're lucky if it has a decent view okay. let alone I, like I, seven yeah. windows with a 360 degree. i feel like, I feel like, I feel like it must be like a door in the middle and then maybe there's like a window on oh side. did, did like, they pay for you to get like the shared rooms so that way you can walk between them no, you know what's funny? I did so when I first walked in this room, I was um I saw that there was like a doorbell on the like when you went right by the door. 
And then when I walked in, there was in the bathroom like a handicapped like tray, like that or like a in the tub there's like a seat that like folds down and then the shower head is actually detachable. And then I realized I was like, Oh, I'm in like the handicap room. And I booked this through a travel site that we have. So I was like, shit, did I accidentally select the wrong room? So the next morning I went down and I was like, hey, look, you know, I realized hey, that I'm yo. in a... Hey, yo. <laughs> I was like, I realized that I'm in, like, that I do this by accident. I realized I'm in, like, a handicap room. You know, if somebody needs this room, I'd be more than happy to move to somewhere else. And she's like, oh, no, you booked the suite. That's just what our suites are. He said, we have more than enough. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So then I didn't feel so bad about it. But anyway, I digress. So the, so, so the suite comes with seeing the front side, back side, left side, and right side of that <laughs> yeah. cornfield. That's impressive. Okay, like, okay. So I guess that's some luxury-ass handicap-like room right there. I guess outside my window, I can only see one side. But then when I walk out the front door, I can see the, the other side. And then when I drive down, I can see the back side. How about that? So is there is there Regardless. a ramp lead, is there a ramp leading to your door? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just wondering. Oh, is that what you meant when you said you were rolling up to the elevator? Yep. That's it. Get out of the, let's get out of this rabbit hole. And, and, uh, it, you know, as I was saying, you can comment about the show by tweeting us at Living Gimmick. You can also leave a comment on Apple Podcast or review on Spotify. So please do so because it helps us with our stuff. <laughs> I'm just trying to soldier through and move on. Um, so this week's episode, there's not a whole lot to really dive into other than what's well, been great, going great on. Show, guys, <laughs> well, I was just meaning like we don't have a pay per view next week, like the next week, to like really kind of discuss. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the the top ten of the PWI top five hundred. So we can kind of discuss that, and then also what's been going on in the world of WWE with all this stuff that's going on with the White Rabbit and oh, that, that whole. I, th- I, th- I that thought whole thing. we were going to discuss Punk um, and in the locker room drama for the fifth week in a row. No, I kind of wanted to stay away from that. We could just not even mention it at all. I just like that the internet's you so desperate to talk about it that they decided they needed to. Uh, to, to, to fucking be like punk's leaving they're gonna buy out his contract i'm like where the fuck are you getting this well i mean it, it does stem to be a possibility if because you know they did that independent investigation so if it came back that you know he's the one that kind of instigated it or started it or threw the first punch then well if, i mean he, both, allegedly both sides agreed that he threw the first punch it's just the reasoning why he claims yeah. that they came in you know aggressively so he was just trying to avoid you know them getting the one up on him and they were like oh he's a bitch um but like i just like that it started with fucking what's his name from uh i can't remember the one of those dirt sheet writers who's been around for a very long time that's not Meltzer. um he's alvarez? A, he who alvarez no it's... no it didn't talk it didn't Wade Keller. Wade, Wade Keller, yeah, Wade Keller yeah. said it, and he's like, his his analysis was because Punk had been had not been mentioned and was not like in any of the graphics or anything like that anymore. And I'm like, either is the elite. So by your logic, no, was, they're all four no, getting fired it, or quitting. No, it was specifically centered around the the ROH World Championship. That's they right. That was part of it too. But like. If they took yeah. if they took all of them out of mention for the rest of the show, why the hell would they suddenly mention him for that? Like that just because they were just they're they're talking about like great ROH champions and yeah, they, but they none of the other champions out. were fucking suspended for getting in a little bitch fight with their bosses in the backstage area. So of course it's not gonna be right. mentioned. That like if you thought he was gonna be mentioned while he's suspended, and both him and the elite have been removed from any mention on the show, <laughs> then you're a fucking idiot. This whole this whole situation is still twenty twenty two though. If this would have happened even ten years ago, it would have been in, in the brushed Undertaker's aside. Court. They would have made yeah exactly. It would have been brushed to the side. It would have they would have made a probably made a storyline out of it, and then shit would have just fucking gone away. But because everybody's feelings are involved, now we have to have independent investigations. And 
You can't just like I'm, I'm swing sorry. it out. Listen, and... get out of here with your oh, back in my day, the wrestlers carried guns in their bags. Bullshit. Like that's, that's I, how I, a fucking I company should be run. Go, you fucking go, boomer. No, well, I heard what happened. I lock out. No, fucking what happens? Is armed the young arm bucks, over here. The young bus came in. They did a fucking super kick party on fucking Larry the dog. Oh my god. And, and then <laughs> Kenny tried to save him. Yeah, Kenny tried to save him, and then they took. Like Kenny got bit, but not by yeah. the dog, by Ace Steel. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, I wanted to see the super kick party. Oh my god! Kenny, okay, Kenny, I thought... Kenny, Kenny looked at Ace Steel's wife and says, "I'm about to, you know, show you the one winged angel." <laughs> she, that's how she broke her leg. Yeah. She Wait, she done. broke her leg? In this? No, no, it was already broken. That's why that allegedly why he was like so, like, rage. Up, yeah, enraged because his wife was on fucking crutches watching this goblin dog, um, in the back while grown ass men are rolling around the floor beating up each other. And another one. That is the that is the ugliest fucking dog in the world too, isn't it? I, X X Pox X Pox dog might be a, a tad uglier, but Aww. not by much. Isn't his dog like it has like no jaw or something like that? Pops yeah, or, or no. Xbox dog has something. It had something wrong with it. Like it's a, like a rescue. So I'll give him. I'll give him. I'll give him some credit for that. I don't know about Larry. Maybe Larry's a rescue too. But anyway, I mean, he was when I Kenny Omega was there. Boom! <laughs> I love how we were going to talk about Punk literally the first twenty minutes. <laughs> well, we're going to end up welcome. talking about him because he's on this this PWI top. Top list, really? so I don't pay attention yeah, to that shit, so I had no clue. All right, yeah, that's good. So, yeah. I, I'm curious to, to what you guys think about this list and, and if you would change it at all. Okay, so we'll start with number 10 is Jonathan Gresham from ROH. Who the fuck's, you know, the fuck's that? He, he was, was ROH, yeah, yeah. I mean, top that, 10, that... I'm already gonna say no to that, like, just because, like. I mean, I know the pandemic kind of, like, fucked some things or whatever, but, like, I, I mean, really, like, in the last year, like, to me, like, no, that's just fucking whoever that writes this having a hard-on for him. Yeah, because, I mean, ROH wasn't really much of a company in, in 2022. I, I know he worked some independence and, and still defended the title and stuff like that, so maybe that's why he's getting this admiration, but he also, you know, got really upset over losing the title and the lack of communication with Tony Khan and basically said he was going to take a break from wrestling. Yeah, so, I, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that's a banner way to end a year for him in, in 2022. I, now I don't know when this list was made, though. Too. Also, like, this, what, this, what it's not the end of twenty twenty two yet, is what I'm confused about. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's from like whenever it was made. Like it's it's like a half year type thing. So it's like it's say whatever, like um, August of twenty twenty one to like August of now or something like that. Well, that's fucking stupid. Gotcha. gotcha. And then number nine is Big E, which Big E had a great, like, if you're talking about last year or this time, Big E was on top of the world, but he was injured in March and hasn't been around since. So I don't know if maybe he got some some pity love for the broken neck and the fact that he's still doing some stuff behind the scenes with WWE that a lot of people don't know. But, I mean, he did have, he was on his way to having a career year before the broken neck. Um, But... Yeah, I mean, I tell here, I know a couple people in the top ten, but like, not everybody. So I guess until I hear some more, I, I yeah, let's just hear all ten of them, and then we'll decide who okay. should right. and shouldn't. Because I feel like that's so, gonna be easier so, and also like short, not, shorter. Yeah. Stop <laughs> yeah. spending twenty so, minutes on each person. So, so speaking of short, Jonathan Gresham was number ten. Big E was number nine. El Fujo del Vikingo was number eight. He's from AAA, or AAA, as Connor and Thompson likes to call it. Brian Danielson was number seven. Cody Rhodes was number six. Bobby Lashley came in at number five, followed by Hangman Adam Page at number four. DM Punk at number three. Kazuka Okada at number two. And the one... None other than the head of the table, the tribal chief, Mr. Roman Reigns. As it should be. 
Yeah, so let's get that I, I agree that. way. That, that yeah, is, number, number one should be a unanimous. Yeah, I mean, despite mm-hmm. the fact that I still don't like that he's, you know, part-time, I, I, I can't deny that he still is probably the biggest thing in, in wrestling currently. And I you, still... You and I still he's... Go ahead. <laughs> I, I was going to say, and I feel like Sami Zayn is the only person who is allowed to dethrone him at this point. Sorry, Rock. I mean... I mean, you, you say he, oh, I, I actually have another theory that, or another one that I think could too, but you say that he's part-time and yeah, maybe his schedule, I, I would say he has a lighter schedule. I wouldn't necessarily call him part-time because one, he does still participate in some live events, not all of them. Two, he shows, up, he shows up to a lot of TV, like you he can't, was on SmackDown you can't last say week. Every show, though, and He's I feel like as champion, every... you should at least be there every week. He doesn't need to be there every week, like I, that. That's does, the thing, though. like that. No, he yes, Why does. does he need to be there every week? If if, if you if you fucking are watching a Batman show and Batman's not in it one week, then why the fuck are you watching it? But you're not watching a Batman show. You're if watching. If he's the face of the company, you're watching the fucking it. Roman Reigns show. It's still WWE SmackDown. It's not. It's not but, WWE but you can't Roman Reigns. That you don't turn to SmackDown to find out what kind of crazy shit the Bloodline's gonna do this week. That's entertaining. I mean, he's part of it, but the Bloodline can also be entertaining without him there. Anyway, keep going. I, I don't need to. I've had this argument four hundred times, up. and you insist on on being all like, weeks oh, he's not part time. If he oh, takes okay. a couple weeks off and comes back, it makes it special. He's also not at every pay-per-view. And I feel like I, I can deal with him not being at every show every week for SmackDown, but I still feel like he should be at every pay-per-view in some capacity. If it's not in a title match, then it needs to be in some way, shape, or form supporting his team or being in like a multi-man match or something. So so nevertheless, we all we just basically let's just say we all agree Roman should be number one. Yes. Yeah, Roman should okay. be number one by okay, far. Okay, no, so no question. No, I this Okada at number two is I guess tough for us just because we don't watch enough of him. Um, I I I I, I can agree with Okada being in the top ten. The reason why is because like he was like the IWGP like world champion for most of that time and still at his age, which actually he's I think he's only like what thirty four or thirty five, but like he just so been he's in the prime forever. of his wrestling career and you're like for his yeah. age. <laughs> Well, you know, but he's just been around for fucking ever, yeah. so it just makes it seem older than he really is. So, like, I, I mean, personally, I don't know if I, I would have him top ten. I don't know if I have him at number two. Like, but, but we don't. We, I would we probably don't, I, maybe five. Yeah. I'm right yeah. There. I don't know. I have to assume all these all these lists are made by indie marks who are like, I need every guy from the other companies that aren't famous to be. Well, if, if it was made, if it was made by Meltzer, Osprey would be number one, Okada would be number two. Yeah, um, Osprey didn't even crack the top ten, but yeah. he was also hurt for a lot of that time though too. He just recently yeah. came back, so maybe that, that might be the reason why. I just assumed it was because Kenny Omega fucking verbally murdered him after AEW went off the air. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't put a dead man on he... a fucking top ten list. He verbally um, murdered him on the show after live too. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't just. <laughs> I would I would honestly almost put. I would almost put like maybe Cody number two. I mean, Cody really did make uh, kind of the biggest splash. He did, but he it. only had that splash for a couple of months. Can you really count that as for the year? Well, I mean, yeah. But, but, the yeah. End of, but, but end of, if you count end of last year's AEW run, like his TNT title runs and matches he had with Guevara, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, that's true. That Guevara match was fucking awesome. Um, Taking that cutter off the ladder. My God. But like somebody else that's like not in that top ten that I would like maybe put in instead of say like Gresham, like maybe at number ten, I would put Rollins in there. Yeah. I mean, I know he lost a lot, but like it doesn't matter. He had fucking like if Cody's in the top ten, like him and Rollins had the first five star match in WWE in the last what, like ten years or something like that. So like yeah. I mean, I, I don't care about wins or losses. Talk about match qualities and stuff and just him being him, like to me, I think he deserves to be in the top ten. I think Moxley should be in the top ten, honestly. Yeah, I don't. I, I think Moxley too. should just not even be on the list. Dude, you hate Moxley. I like, do. You just fucking hate Moxley. I don't. I, I don't do. understand why. Because he's just so fucking bland and boring. Like, if 
I was some generic dude with some toxic masculinity problems, I, I'd fucking just go back and, and watch some of Hogan's shit. Like, come on, bro. He doesn't... I, I don't see the toxic so masculinity part of He's not... Like, in real life, he's not to- got the toxic masculinity. It's just his character is just like, oh, I'm, I'm this big street you know, buff dude who's going to beat your ass because that's all I care about, man. Nothing matters to me except for blood and guts. So what So what you're saying is he doesn't work for you, brother. Exactly. He doesn't work for you, brother. <laughs> uh, and, oh, no, I, I disagree about Moxley. I, I think he deserves to be in that top ten. And dude had his like first Mox. match that didn't end bloody with fucking, uh, with, well, without him ending up bloody with uh, Brian... Or, Brian Danielson, yeah. I, I even even Daniel Bryan fucks his name up, so I'm just like, which is it? Um but yeah, like dude just always has to fucking bleed and have this like brawl bullshit. Uh, it's just I don't know. I just I, I but I but I look at like he's like helped carry that company. Oh yeah, year. but I don't know if that's a it, good it thing. Because even... think about it, like he's borderline becoming their Roman Reigns from like pre heel turn Roman Reigns. Like anytime they're just like, or even a John Cena at this point, anytime they don't know what to do because shit goes awry, I'll just throw it on John. Like, like John's passion for what he does and and his and his promos, like the promos that he's cut since he's been in AEW have been. I'm not saying that he's not. He doesn't. He's not passionate. I'm not. I'm not. I have no problems against the dude himself. I just don't find him interesting. Is all. That's all I'm saying. Is I don't find his his character or his matches like interesting because it seems like it always has to be this fucking brawl, beat him up. Like there's no. Like it just gets old. Like fucking change it up. Like if if this was if this was WWE and he was doing the shit that he does now, people would be complaining that he does the same shit every week. Well, I've just seen some of the matches he's had with Brian and Daniel Garcia and Wheeler Yuta and stuff like that, and just I don't know. I thought this match would have been good, but oh, he's just not for me. Just me. He's just not my cup of tea. Well, it's fun. not just you because that dude's fucking over like no other. So it's it's just me, and that's fine. I have no problem. I mean, yeah. like. I just said I didn't say he was he was shitty. I said I don't like him. That's the difference. No, and that's that's totally fine. And and I said and I said you don't like Moxley. Like I get it, mm-hmm. but I like Moxley. So. You're allowed to. Good for you. I hope wow, that you thanks. get yourself a. It makes my heart. I, I hope you get yourself a Moxley doll to to help you work out. I mean, I was I was in Cincinnati yesterday, and I was heavy looking for him and Ray, Renee Paquette just being out and about. I was I was pretty. Don't they don't they live in Vegas? Open them. No, that's, that's a little creepy when, when you're just like, yeah, I was in the city, so I fucking roamed around yeah. hoping to run into these famous I, people. I, I, yeah, I was, I was looking in the small town of Cincinnati, Ohio. Population 85,000. I, I just looked in every every Starbucks window hoping to see a blonde lady with a dude who looks like he's stoned. I wasn't seeking them out, I was just saying. I mean, that's um, how it hey, came off. Hey, John Moxley? <laughs> Renee! <laughs> You know, you know what? This is why the hotel gave him a handicap room because they thought he was an old man because he was just roaming around the city yelling at people yeah. about these. He, he's got, he's got, he's, he's got the iTunes playing. Wow, <laughs> but it's on his speakerphone, not on his on his AirPods. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's holding up in the air like he's in a fucking yeah. '80s movie, hoping it will draw out John Moxley. Yeah. He's throwing water bottles at people. And I hate you guys. All right. So I, I, I just say, I say lashing thing on this list, especially at number five, is kind of a surprise for me. Like, me I know, too. Like, I, I, by no means, like, I, he had some great matches, but it's just, it was still surprising. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, guess I, when, I, I guess when you're champions part-time, somebody's got to carry it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to do it. Got him. I had to do it. God. I had to do it. But, you know, like, uh, and I don't know anything about the dude from AAA. So, I, I mean, I can't really see. But, That's you like, know, if, like, you... Like if, this, if this is our top ten, like, three of us, I think we can all agree. Like, no offense to Okada, no offense to him. But, like, I, I would take them out of our top ten. We don't hawk no indie shit here. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and, I and honestly, I don't, I don't know even about, I mean, Biggie. Biggie, <sighs> as much as I Maybe... love him. 
maybe I agree. eleven or twelve. He 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 <laughs> wasn't top ten. Yeah. He he wasn't his his, his title reign was kind of off to a rocky start, and then that happened and it kind of derailed him even further. I just I don't think he was top ten. Yeah. He All right. Just, well, it, let's okay. let's 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 spitball our top ten real quick. Like just. So we'll, we'll try to come up with a, an agreement uh, on you know the gimmick minute wrestling podcast top ten, right? So Roman would be number one for all of us, right? Yes. I think that's a unanimous yes. number one. Okay, so I I would probably propose that CM Punk would be number two. I can get behind that. I'll agree with that. You know, I would I would say either CM Punk or MGF is number two. Okay. All right, and, and see, and and MJF not being on this list, I think is kind of criminal as well. It is, but again. PWI though does their basis has a lot to do with in ring work. MJF, a lot of what he does is, if I remember correctly, with PWI. Now I haven't like read it in years, but I've always thought that they they base their list mostly on in ring stuff, not so much the the backstage or promo work or anything like that. It's well, mostly like we're match not, we're not quality. PWI, so that's yeah, cool. and, and also yeah. like it's, it's by that bit, logic, a... I feel like Punk probably shouldn't be in it. Like nothing against him, but like. His his aspect is storytelling. That's what makes him so compelling in his matches. Aside from his yeah. match with MJF, like he didn't really have anything that was super crazy, like that we're still talking about, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean he had some good matches with like yeah. Darby. We'll just, we'll yeah, like they were good matches. Don't be wrong, but they weren't like okay. ones. They weren't they weren't so, ones to, for the ages, kind of. Thing. So by that quality, then I would say MJF would probably be number three. Would you put Cody number three or MJF number three? <sighs> I would put I put Cody three and then maybe MJF four. I don't know because I feel like MJF had a better year than Cody because Go Cody didn't have a good year until fucking March. Because yeah. yeah, Cody had, but, in AEW like no everyone fucking hated him. But can you factor in like moments and stuff because his like return at you know I mean like oh yeah his mania moment was incredible. Um, but like but even but matches though. He oh yeah, matches. His series so, of I mean, stuff was fucking happy. incredible. I, I would say yeah. I, I would put I would put Cody three and then MJF at four. How can we can we change it a little bit then? Can we put MJF at two, Cody three, and Punk at four? Get behind that. Yeah, I guess I guess especially if you talk about like let's face it. Um, so this is our, our argument for anybody, I guess, that will see our list. What's the most compelling like number one thing to talk about in WWE? Exactly. Really? That's 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 what it, I'm looking at. Drum cool. reigns. And and what's been the most compelling thing to talk about AEW? Honestly, it's MJF. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going Punk... by who are we t- talking about regularly? Who's interesting? Not not just oh who yeah. had a fucking five star Co- match. And, and, and when Cody was around, like holy shit, him returning and the first defect from AEW to WWE. So and and even after he was gone, it was okay. How soon's he gonna be back? Oh, it says this. Oh, he says that. Oh. When he comes back, what's he gonna do? Is he going after Roman? Is he going after back after Seth? Is he mm-hmm. gonna ha- go after someone completely different? Like that, we we've still been casually talking about him over time, even with him not being there. And I feel like and, that's enough to make him top five material. And, and, and I would and I would say if the recent stuff that happened with Punk maybe has changed us from two to four, mm-hmm. because if 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 none of that happened, he's just you know okay, good to go after his initial injury. Then I would put him maybe. Too, just because yeah. of the his return it, 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 back, I'll agree. I mean? Even as as a mark, I'll, I'll fucking agree that that kind of sours it a bit, especially yeah. especially considering like he had a fucking year of all these young guys praising him for all the advice and helpfulness, and then it all kind of fell apart with this stupid bullshit between the the new age click and him. Yeah. Okay. New age click. Okay. New age. All right. I figure I should probably write this down. So we got Roman one. <laughs> <laughs> MJF two. <laughs> yeah, us who can't remember, who <laughs> can't remember who's a- recording every week. <laughs> anything. Thirty is three, and then before we said is punk, right? Yep. Okay, so then rounding out our top five, um, um I would propose Rollins or Riddle. Um, I I would say Rollins. I, I I would say it would be between Rollins and Danielson. Ooh, that's that's yeah, true. I, I, I'll give I, you that. I would, agree, I would agree on Danielson. Oh man. Yeah, let's do Danielson five and then maybe Rollins six. 
Did, did I lose everybody? Yeah, I, I, dude, honestly, I, I, as as big of a Danielson fan as I am, I would almost put Rollins five and Danielson six. Yeah, I can see that because Rollins has had some better rivalries, while Danielson's have probably had some potentially better matches, in in variety standpoint. I I do feel like Rollins, at least from a story aspect, that has been I mean, a bigger honestly, deal. I mean, honestly, we could just have them both tie at five, and then you go to number seven. I'm okay with that. Boop. So Danielson and Rollins is number five. Yep. Yeah, and, and then, and then go seven. Go, go to seven. All right. Seven. All right. So if we're going to seven, um, I mean, I, I'm almost. How I was, is I, I, I was not not on a top ten with this? Um, he this it wasn't as. I can agree him not being top ten. I yeah. would say I was I was say top twenty like twenty or twenty five maybe. I, I feel like the only time yeah. we talk about him is when he does something funny. We don't talk about him in any sense of like him doing anything incredible. Like and like, I guess he he's I guess he's come on a lot lately with the whole like Lionheart gimmick and different things like that. I I think I say he's had a good last few months, but everything leading up to that. And I I guess that's I guess I'm just basing it off of what he's done in the last couple of months, not so much what he's done yeah. throughout the entire year. So okay, I'm good with that. I mean, all right. Um, me who are you me first. Say? I mean, at seven, I I would say either. Um, is this list uh, sexist? Just, just asking. Listen, well, men's they do a women's. Okay, so they do a separate one. I just wasn't sure yeah, if it was if it was like one, you yeah. know women don't matter I'll or look, if his women I'll, got their I'll own look list. Up, I'll look up the women's one. We may real quick. Wait, seven. Me personally, I would either put Moxley or Hangman. I mean, you know where my vote's going, but Hangman. Uh I mean, because Hangman was champion for a good amount of that, so he was, but it wasn't like it wasn't like the type of championship run that really blew your socks off. Yeah, I mean, but, but that wasn't necessarily he, his he, fault. I feel like he 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 dethroned Omega's one year reign. That's, yeah, yeah that's, the build up to build, that was incre- incredible, incredible enough. I feel phenomenal. like phenomenal. All right, I'll take I'll 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 hear the argument for Hangman being number seven. Uh, let's see, Hangman number seven, and then what? Moxley probably number eight. Then well, I was gonna say Logan Paul, but that works. Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would, I would, I would make an argument for the Miz to be on that list because of how well he's made Logan Paul look and some of the shit that he's done this year. Um. I'm just saying, I'm in the minority that I'm genuinely interested in seeing this Roman versus Logan Paul match. Oh, I am too. I, I have no problem with Logan Paul being a part of WWE. I have no issue at all with him having this match at Crown Jewel and, and being, you know, the press crowd, the whole thing. Like, all it does is bring more attention to WWE and make it more mainstream. I have zero issue with any of that. Mm-hmm. And it, it'd be one thing if he can't go in the ring. But he can't. You got a glimpse of it at WrestleMania, but then if you had any questions left at SummerSlam, he shut the door on all of that shit. Yeah. So I have okay. no issues at all it. with that. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I I wouldn't put him on our top 10 list, but I'm, you know, and you know he's not going to beat Roman. I mean, there's no fucking way he Oh, dude, what a fucking twist champion. that would be, be, though. It would be. And, and I heard somebody... I forget what I think I was listening to like DDP Snake Pit or something like that, and they kind of mentioned it like uh, I, I don't know if it was Conrad or or Jake the Snake proposed like well, what if Paul turned on Roman and went with Logan Paul, but he doesn't need a mouthpiece. Well, I, mean, I guess maybe he kind of does because he doesn't really know. He's he's still not like great at cutting WWE style promos. Yeah, but... he's he's cutting fucking YouTube videos in the ring. <laughs> Yeah, basically. He's making TikToks in the middle of the ring. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, you know, I again, I, I have no issues with any of that shit. Um, how's, how's Nick Gage not on the top ten? Oh MDK all fucking day. Oh my god, get right? out of here. Where? How can I? I, I let me see if I can remember how to kick people out of Discord. <laughs> Why are we having trouble with eight through ten? Like, who, who's number eight? Well, I, I mean, I know who I'm going to suggest as number 10. Um, 
I guess let me think here. Who? Who's I mean, had... would... Wardlow? How are we forgetting fucking Wardlow? Like while yeah, his, his while his his TNT title run again hasn't been what incredible. About, about, that's booking problem. The build up was incredible. I, okay, I know you guys are not going to agree with me at all. <laughs> but what about Matt Cardona? No, like nope. Trash can Cardona does not get on our so list. He, so I'm, I'm that's the, my veto. I'm looking, that, I'm looking at the actual list. He was actually 13. He shouldn't even be on that fucking list. He is a I, fucking I garbage carny mark. I would say for us, since we mostly cover WWE and AEW, let's just stick to that. Since he's not really a part of either of them right now, although there has been some rumors that he might be coming back. Oh, those rumors are because he's trying, not because he is. So we're doing, okay, so 8, 9, 10. Is, is he the at? White Rabbit? Oh my god, if he's the White Rabbit, I'm, oh, I'm done. Awesome. I'm not watching WWE anymore. I don't care. They could bring Bray Wyatt back and I still wouldn't watch. Um, eight, I, eight, I would put, uh, Lashley. Really? Is that the note of Wardlow? I, for, I, for me, I, I, I would put Wardlow like 11 or 12. Okay. I, I don't put him top 10 only because like, yeah, he had a cool build and it, it's just mostly like squash stuff. Like, I don't think we've really gotten... Did we, put Mox- did we put Moxley on there? No, Moxley's still not on the list because Michael won't won't uh, officially. Like, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I vote. All, I didn't say that we couldn't be on the list. I simply just voted for Hangman over Moxley. Was all I said. So, so will we so put Moxley about, at eight and Lashley at nine. Then. Yep, yeah, and then I've got Lashley I've got your number ten right now. Just but it's it's gonna be an interesting conversation. So we'll say Mox is at eight. We'll say Lashley's at nine, and then who's your number ten? The one man who hasn't wrestled a single match in the past year, but we have been talking about him nonstop, and that's fucking Bray Wyatt. Uh, we 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 said this list was based off of, you know, who's done noteworthy stuff, who's constantly on the fucking tip of our tongue every week. There you go. We don't know for sure. If he's, the I'm not I saying mean, I, I literally didn't say he was coming back. I just said that. Uh, he, the man who hasn't wrestled a single match in the past year, but is always on in the topic of conversation. Every time he updates his profile or so, he sneezes the wrong way or something spooky yeah, happens, well, we're always like, it's Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt confirmed. I, I, I would say if we're doing our true, a true list besides that, I would say we, we do a Here's my for 10. And I would do a tie, another tie. And that would be Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn tied at 10. Ooh. I mean, honestly, like I, I like where you're going. This is our top like world, but we're gonna talk a lot about <laughs> the the potential of Bray Wyatt here pretty soon. But I gotta say, man, the honorary use Sami Zayn, I, I'd I, say deserves to be number ten. You've got me. Like, I, I like Oose. You've got me there. <laughs> just just going back to his match with Knoxville at WrestleMania. Oh my God! Yes. Since then, I mean, it. Like, I feel like Sammy really really needs to be I, I feel like Sammy should be number 10 like as much as I love KO and I, I don't want to have the uh, two ties on here I, I I would give the nudge to Sammy and have KO be like number 11 yeah because KO's got a hell of a year too but I, can, I don't he, know he that. could be an honorable mention too we could do the you know I mean, a lot of people like you could just put in there Jason like of yeah. honorable mentions honorable like Kevin Owens yeah Kevin Owens being KO and Wardlow Warlow Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah. So this is our official top ten. Starting number ten. Well, we got some honorable mentions. We got KO, Wardlow, and Bray Wyatt. And the same with Zayn. And then number seven is Hangman Adam Page. And then a tie at number seven is Danielson. CM Punk coming in at number four, Cody Rhodes at number three, MJF number four, and of course, the undisputed number four, the man, the travel chief. I don't know about you, Mike. I don't know about you, Michael. But thank God that we know the list. Cause yeah, because sure no one else does. Because <laughs> <No one else. laughs> I don't think you understand that you, I don't know if you were just getting too loud, but you're, you're, your microphone was not picking it up at all. We, we caught like, the it of everybody's name, but that's about it. 
Sammy Lashley mocks Hangman, Brian and Brian and Seth at number five, Punk, Cody, MJF, Roman. Uh, yeah, that that's that, that went through fine. So I think it really was just that you were too loud for your your AirPods. It was probably the John Moxley thing because I tried to do the yeah yeah, yeah and, it, and it carried over for the entire list because the entire list it was like your your audio was just like yeah. now, now now I'm I'm sure the people next door it's a nice little couple are like what's going on next door yeah like why is this man and screaming like, oh, that that oh no no that's the handicap oh my god no so. <laughs> <laughs> that's not okay and we're canceled thanks yeah, you can't, can't, can't fucking do that why why. What? You can't fucking make fun of handicapped people. This isn't fucking 2003. I'm make, I'm, Calm down, I'm fucking fun. Vince McMahon with Zach Gowan. <laughs> anyway. Alright, so... I, I One thing I want to bring up before we talk about the whole White Rabbit debacle is... You know, Michael and I talked a little bit about this, and we kind of brought it up a little bit ago, but the person that unseeds Roman Reigns, right? There's a lot of potential out there. Cody is potential. The potential to turn to Bray Wyatt, there's some potential there, although I don't think he necessarily needs a championship. I, Sami Zayn is, is one that could be added to that list. I mean, he I think is another one. one. I think another one that could be added to that list is James, So. Hear me out on that, okay? Now, this whole Sami Zayn thing in the bloodline, James is the one person that's against it, right? He's the one person that's having the hardest time with it. It's causing a little bit of a rift there with him. The, you know, the potential could be there for the bloodline to move on without Jay and Sammy taking his place and that driving Jay crazy and leading to another rivalry with Roman. I just think that the long-term booking potential or the story that could be told with it starting with Jay and ending with Jay could be, because that was his first defense really was, you know, that main event Jay Uso was born out of this, right? So what if they, they, they kind of bring that all back full circle a couple of years later and now main event Jay Uso has a chance to to win the undisputed WWE championship from Roman. I still think Sammy could be the better story, and I have a I have a potential for Sammy too. But what do you think about that Jay Uso scenario? I mean, I, I I mean, I'm always all about like long term booking and stuff, and and I think we would maybe enjoy that. But like, it is like fan base like as a whole. Like, get would they get behind that? I don't know. I I guess I guess if it, they do it right, potentially. Yeah, I think the story has to be told right. I'm just I'm just so like torn on as far as like who could take like I mean before Cody got hurt like I'm all I'm like okay Cody is the one that's gonna take the title off Roman, but like it is. It's all going to depend on what kind of like steam is, you know. What I mean, like how Cody is receptive as he comes back, but like, is that going to be something that's like a, you know, a honeymoon thing that's eventually going to like fizzle out? You know what I mean? So, I'm just so indifferent right now as far as like who the hell can take the title off Roman. So the the other, you know, Sami Zayn potential. You know, Michael and I were talking about this yesterday. What what? So, Mike, why do you feel so strongly about Sammy? Uh, well, I mean, I feel like he's accidentally become just this incredible fucking underdog babyface story. And I, I feel, especially after this past Friday, where he had this whole thing where, you know, he, he was he wanted to just be able to acknowledge his tribal chief. He's just, he just wants, he's just happy to be there. And, you know, Roman's like, what do you, what is it you want from this? Why are you following us around? Why are you wearing our shirt? Why like I don't want to see you in our shirt ever again. And then you know Jay rips the fucking shirt off him, and then Roman's like, "Because I got you a new one." He gets the honorary oose, 
uh, fucking shirt, and that shit almost made me cry. Like, hell, if fucking Sammy was, like, ready to fucking cry. Like, that shit was emotional and some incredible storytelling, and I feel like this is the perfect time to take that further and maybe, like, have him surprisingly even to himself win the Royal Rumble, and then you have this kind of internal turmoil where he has to face Roman for the title at Mania, and he's like torn like he's getting this incredible opportunity but he doesn't want to go against his tribal chief and then in the match fucking jay turns on him or turns on roman out just out of spite because he put you know sammy in this position ahead of him for so long screwing him over and making sammy Zayn your fucking universal undisputed champion Nah, in my in my scenario with Sammy though, it's got to get to a point where he's either like beaten down and taken off TV for a while, and he comes back in the you know school like tights with the with the with the old music back, like baby underdog from the underground, Sammy Zayn. Like I feel like you would yeah. you know kind of continue Sammy. that under yeah you continue that underdog story and have him kind of go back to his roots. And, you know, you could even have promos with Kevin Owens, like kind of bringing it out of him too. You know, like you, you could see Kevin Owens being able to inflict that kind of emotion. And I feel like if they do it right, if it, let's say they go down this road and they do it right. I think mankind beating the rock when Stone Cold came out and hit him with the chair, like I feel like they could get that level of a emotional moment out of this storyline as they did with that. Yeah, I and honestly, that's where I, I kind of had the same thought, Jason. Like as soon as he gave him that shirt and everything, like as great of a moment as that was, I'm like, this is Roman fucking with our minds and fucking with Sammy's mind. Yeah, and like it's gonna lead to something, but it might it might be a complete one eighty from that. You know what I mean? Like you just don't know. But I could totally see that. Like, but I just I don't like. But is Sammy the guy that? I don't know. Sammy the guy to take it off of him because, and that's the problem. Sammy hasn't been presented as that guy, but I think if you. Put the is, right... he, is he going to go he, from one year wrestling giant Knoxville to the next year challenging for the title? Uh, I mean, not? is that any different than the fact that we've seen people like Kieran Cross who went one year from being a gimp to the next year being a fucking killer? From being fired to being a killer, basically. Okay, from being a gimp to being fired to being a killer? Like, <laughs> Don't forget yeah. the Trojan man. <laughs> Trojan man. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's some potential, you know, and Karen Cross could be on that list too because, you know, when Scarlett put that hourglass in the ring, he re-debuted, that was intended for Roman Reigns. That, you know, the Screw McIntyre thing, I think it's just a sidebar. Mm-hmm. But man, think, think about it this way though. When was the last time, like, okay, yeah, Roman's not going to be at the Extreme Rules pay-per-view, right? But every match that they have booked for this pay-per-view so far not only has a stipulation, but it has a story that leads to that stipulation. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Cross and you got um, McIntyre in a strap match. I mean, that that has been building with this whole, all the promos that have been cut. Like, they have their own storyline going right now. You have a... Oh, we lost Jason. Oh, there he oh. is. Oh, he's back. Oh, did I left? Yeah, you left for a second. Well, that's weird. Um, so I was saying, how much of that did you hear? We like, got up until literally a second ago. So like, yeah, you only cut for a second. So I was saying that you know you got Liv and you got Ronda with the Extreme Rules and that whole story that's been building there. Now you got Bailey and Bianca, and that story has been going on for a while now. And they, you know, they had some promos that kind of talked about their, their history, and now they're going to have a ladder match at Extreme Rules. So like every single match so far has its own storyline built into it 
they're just not throwing together matches to throw together matches. Like all of these have like personal rivalries with it. And I think that's great. Like that's great. And that's very, that's kind of what NXT was doing when NXT was at its best. So I, I just think that the story can be told the right way. I kind of forgot where I was going with that. Me disconnecting kind of <laughs> threw me off. <laughs> But I think it's getting to be that time. Yeah, we're sending you so, the go home right. signal. Is that, is that so, time, so, Tony? Is that time, Tony? Before before we get out, before, before we go home, let's go down this rabbit hole. How they're building this is fucking brilliant, and and I I don't I don't think there's any question as to who the white rabbit is. It's the last guy that hasn't been brought back yet out of both companies. Because if you think about it, who else other than Bray Wyatt is a big name that could still debut or re-show up? Like, who who else is there? Who Who's left other than Bray Wyatt? Uh... Mike and I are just trying to think of some <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of anyone who, like, like White or Rabbit would be in their, their name or gimmick. I mean, Bad Bunny it was was a potential name <laughs> that was thrown out there. Some, some of my favorites were awesome. Bad. Some of my favorites were Bad Bunny. Uh, the other one was uh, the the rabbit from um, the, uh, the the Rosebuds. That was another one that was thrown out. That the, I thought that was no, pretty oh, funny. Yeah, no way, no way, Jose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's there's been some some different things that have been thrown out there, but. When you look at all the clues, and I and I don't think that there's, I can potentially see where Dexter Loomis could be a part of this, but I don't see the whole like faction well, thing that people were. Did, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but like, did you guys catch? I don't know if you saw last night. So like, it was um, Bailey and Damage Control in the backstage backstage segment. And I saw guys... somebody pointed out on TikTok, but it, yes. I didn't see it when it happened. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. The, what was it that ran by? It was a. Uh, it was one of the characters, wasn't it? From the Firefly. It, the... It, yeah, I, I didn't like. I saw it was kind of like a blurred image, and it just looked kind of creepy. But it might have been Rambling Rabbit potentially, yes. but I, I I couldn't really tell. But if that's the case, then I think it's no doubt on who this person is that's coming back. Yeah. I mean, I, it, so I, I think it's not necessarily a debate on who it is. It's just going to be when and what iteration or what kind of, like, is this going to be, is he going to stick with what worked before or is he going to reinvent himself again? I think that's kind of the better question on what ver. <laughs> Even Discord's Andy giving back. you the go home. <laughs> yeah, we need to wrap this shit up soon. Um, but yeah, what version of Bray? Cap? What version of Bray Wyatt are we going to get? I think that's the better question. Uh, if as and long as neighbor that... Bray's involved, I don't care. Yeah, and I think that's the great mystery of this whole thing. And I think it's just going to keep building and building for a while. Oh, uh, don't tell me that. But. But it's not, you know what I mean? Like that—that's your—that's like my first thoughts. Like, okay, they're gonna drag this out, but that's just gonna happen. Like, it might be one of those things where, like, one week you just all of a sudden forget about it, and then bam, there it is. Yeah, I mean, selfishly, because I'm gonna be there, I hope he comes back at Extreme Rules because the poster for Extreme Rules has lanterns and fireflies in it, so it kind of makes me think it's gonna happen. But that, that it's just because I'm going to be there. I mean, I mean, I mean honest. I mean, honestly, it comes down to it. Like, if this is that big of a build, like personally, I, I he, he's the one I think to take down Roman. I mean, that, yeah, that, 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 that would be my that that would be my. I mean, he did have that uh, whole thing where he was just like, it, it, "Never you, Roman," or whatever. Yeah, anybody but you. Mm-hmm. Roman's really like if you look at the the fiend hit list, Roman really is the only one that he never got and had that like story with. Like he he had it with everybody else except for Roman. Wasn't he a universal champ when Roman 
Yeah, Roman's the one who who screwed. Yeah, Roman showed yeah. up. Then Roman beat Strowman to win it, though. He didn't beat oh. Fiend. Fiend was knocked out because the ring collapsed or whatever. Because remember, like the the ring collapsed, and then Roman came. Roman came out, and I think he just hit. I think he just hit Strowman with a spear and then pinned him, and that was it. Yeah. yeah. Because he was supposed to be a part of the match, but he didn't really he didn't show up until when he wanted to. That's why he was like, "Show up, break, wreck everyone, leave." The cat. No, that was before started. that. That was he wasn't scheduled for that match at all. He showed up as a surprise and attacked both of them. After oh, the right. No, he was he was scheduled. No, he was scheduled for the match. No, because I remember when Adam Pierce. No, I remember when Adam Pierce had to go make him sign the contract. That was afterwards. because he attacked yeah, him no, first, and then afterwards was you know him coming and, and for the title that was yeah, the, the wreck everything uh, was he the, won the title big... at that triple threat match no he yeah at triple threat match after the fact that first night when he showed up with the wreck everything shirt was him interrupting fiend versus um yeah and, uh, then, and then and then he had the thing where um in the backstage with pierce with the contract and that's when we first saw him and Heyman together mm-hmm but he wasn't a part of that match for the entire thing, though. He no, showed up later. He, yeah, but I'm saying that first appearance when the ring collapsed, that was him showing up after the fact. Like, it collapsed and he showed up and attacked them. Yeah, because that was the first time we've seen him, like, yeah. during the like the COVID era. Like, post, like, WrestleMania. I don't know. I thought, that's, I thought that's the same night he won the title. Nope. No, no. It was, it was after, because then it was, like, SmackDown after when he's, like, in the back with Adam Pierce in the contract, and then they pan to the right with Paul Heyman. Yeah, I thought that contract was to put him in that triple threat match. Nope. I mean, it was, but not for that night when he showed up with the wreck everything, because that was before they revealed that Paul Heyman was in his. Yeah, game. and then then because you're thinking Jason, like, because he he did the same thing in that match. He showed mm-hmm. up later on. Yeah, but this time uh, the match, the match had already. Yeah, the match had already started, and he showed up when he was ready to. Well, yeah. So I, I guess, like I said, I, I still think that um, I don't like. I don't necessarily think Bray needs needs it to be the champion. But if you need somebody to unseat Roman, but then at the same time, but the problem with the Fiend being champion is that no one can beat him. How are you going to book him to lose then? Yeah, well, he'll just he'll just hold it for three years. <laughs> <laughs> I still think that they could, it, they could, the, the way you can do it is that you you have that quote unquote authority figure force neighbor Bray to have a match for, for the title. Like you have someone that the fiend refuses to face because of whatever fucking rules or whatever, and neighbor Bray has to defend the title, and that's how he loses. Yeah, I guess neighbor Bray can be beat as long as the fiend's not. Mm-hmm. Just like but... just like Demon Finn, like it's the same concept. Except Demon Finn's lost like the last two times he's shown up. But oh, I know. I'm not saying that they even fumbled the ball. I'm just, I'm just saying that that's how it's supposed Speaking to be. Finn, man, I'm loving this um, Judgment Day Finn. Like this, uh, his backstages with AJ the last couple weeks have been really good. And well, just kind of the last night was great when he like was about to like break his neck, but he's like, I'm not gonna do this because yeah, because you're my friend. Like yeah, yeah. The psychological Finn, I, I'm really enjoying what he's doing. Right Although I think it's just seems lead, like, yeah, I think it's going to lead to AJ either joining at Extreme Rules, like screwing Edge, because remember, yeah. like because AJ pay, payback for Edge. Yeah, because Edge was initially the one who was going after him. Judgment yeah. Day was kind of like a byproduct of it. So, um, I, well, I've heard rumors too that like if AJ, if they do have AJ oppose them, that the Good Brothers might be coming back. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Those guys seem kind of toxic. I, I don't know because they talk a lot of shit about Triple H after. He's like, oh, they you call us back. Like, <laughs> be interesting to see though. I mean, the tag team division is a lot. Now, so I guess it would make sense to have them come back, but I don't know. I feel like was there one more thing you're going to talk about? I don't think so. We got the white rabbit. In. We talked about the Roman thing. We did our top top five or top ten or whatever. Yeah, I think we oh, pretty much covered it. Yeah, oh, real quick, there, there 
the the women's PWI has not come out yet. It doesn't come out till sometime in October. Um, well, that sucks. We can make our we can make our own list then when that comes out. Yeah, yeah. last year last year's number one was Bianca Belair, which makes and sense. Then, made sense and, for last year. And then there was like two through four, like were like one was somebody from Impact, and a couple were like from New Japan. And like Britt Baker was like number five, which was weird to me. Like why she wasn't number it's... two. Uh, I guess we we really didn't talk about um, so we, we didn't talk about the AW show at Arthur Ashe, which you know the acclaim won the tag titles, which was awesome. But Soraya Soraya made her AEW debut, and she is all elite. And that pop that she got was fucking phenomenal. I thought you were gonna say something else. I won't say it. Thank God, no. <laughs> That's a different pop. Yeah, it was no Brad Maddox but, pop, but dude, good for her though. I mean, that was that was pretty awesome. That uh, you know the the song when the song started playing, I was kind of like, "Ooh, this sounds kind of like." And then it showed her name, and I was like, "I just thought that was pretty cool." Sounds good like, too. Excited. I like. I like. It feels good. Yeah, she does. She looks real good. Looks and, like... and it's good. No, I was saying she looks, looks like her old self. You know. Yeah, and it seems like she's going to be a competitor. And you know, I've heard her say in interviews that she's cleared. It's just mentally, she wasn't sure if she was going to be there yet, and she was just kind of waiting for that mental aspect to to come back for her. But maybe it's there, and you know, working that late schedule with AEW. I mean, basically once a week, if she has a match, then maybe I'll be good for her. Mm-hmm. You can tell Michael's ready to end this if he doesn't want to talk about Paige. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, hey, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the show. We'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, Send us your top ten list. Um, Tweet at us, at Live Your Gimmick. I can't wait for somebody to send their list in case it's like, oh, you fucking Mark. <laughs> I wouldn't fucking do that. Anybody that tweets at us, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna I always say, I always say, because Michael's thinking it. So. Oh yeah, hundred percent. If, if somebody, if somebody wants to take the time to tweet something to us, then I am definitely never, 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 never shit on that. So, I mean, unless it's something uh, yeah, stupid, tweet. then he'll hundred percent shit on it. So if Stop you're it. into that, like if that's your kink and you're into being like degraded, then tweet at us all the time. Yeah. It'll do, it'll do wonders ah, for yeah. you. Yeah. I don't even want to hear you talk about me being a troll all the time, but here you're openly mocking your first uh, off. I'm not mocking my fans. I'm mocking all the fucking toxic crybaby marks who are like, oh, boo hoo. My toy is expensive and it's not the toy I wanted. Everyone else should hate it and have the same negative feelings I do. Let me make a rational fucking comparisons to children's toys that are nowhere near as detailed that are only $20 at Walmart. Boo hoo. Well, it was me. Huge difference. I'm making yeah, fun of giant people... man babies. You're just mark- making fun of people who bitch about wrestling on the internet. The people, but the people who who are commenting took the time to actually watch your show, though, did they not? But they they kind of like hate watched it. It's like if you're like you really don't like someone, but you watch their porn just to angry masturbate and, and like at it. Like it's it's not the same. <laughs> Never been there. <laughs> That's something I've done. All right. On that note, what do you have on Modern Toy <laughs> Speaking of angry bitch-ass nerds on the internet, go and check us out. YouTube.com forward slash Modern Toy where this past week we discussed the Hasbro Marvel Legends Ghost Rider HasLab project and how people are very irrational and boohooing about it. Um, and I have some very strong opinions on my soapbox. And you can also check us Wednesday nights. 10 p.m. Eastern Time over on twitch.tv forward slash modern toy fair where we go over our weekly purchases on OnlyFigs. Maybe both Jamar and, and Nate will show up this time and they won't awkwardly be able to not look at each other because they touch tips. Who knows? Uh, and you can check us out Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Modern Toy Fair and go buy some shirts at epublic.com. Search Gimmick Minute or Modern Toy Fair and you'll find some shirts with our logos on them. And you can click the store to find all the other shit I've made.
I was going to say, wait a sell your show. I mean, <laughs> and our co-hosts rarely show up. <laughs> well, at least one of them always shows up. It doesn't matter which one. But we made we did a whole bit last week on on our live show where, like Jamar essentially said that they touched tips and now they can't look each other in the eye and that's why they're not there. It's a whole thing. All right, cool. So I go back to back. <laughs> Instead of ass the mouth, it's ass to ass. Yeah. All right, thank you all for listening. This week's episode is a rabbit hole. I'm jumping now. For Kevin and Michael, my name is Jason, reminding you smarts out there to feed your head. Goodbye, everybody. And go fuck a lamp. What? I mean, lamps do have holes. Yeah.